0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bash Mania podcast. This is episode 153, I believe. I know I got the number wrong in the last one, but I think this is 153. Excited to have Kyle Snyder and Jason Knolf back on the show. We're going to talk about Kyle's upcoming best of three series with Jaden Cox at the Rudis card. We're going to talk about their trip competing in Russia a couple months ago. And a couple of other little surprises we get into that are pretty fun. I'm recording this intro after having the conversation. Definitely tune in to the end. We kind of divulge into non-wrestling stuff, which is always, in my opinion, the best. So before we dive into that conversation, I do want to let you guys know this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Attack A-T-A-C, Attack. It is an app for athletes. It is an AI strength and conditioning coach, nutritionist, mentality mentor All in your pocket, your age, your goals, your program attack is here to level up. And I would argue that it's not even just for athletes. If you're like me, I'm 35. I want to be in shape. I've said this before in the podcast. I love the app because it gives me workouts, especially after we endured COVID where you couldn't go somewhere at times and you needed somebody, something to help you through workouts. The Attack app has been amazing. If you have means to do things, it is so awesome. Download the Attack app, A T A C. It's in the Apple App Store. Follow them on social. You will not be disappointed. And shout out, thank you, Attack, for sponsoring this podcast. I've said it before, they continue to give back to this wrestling community. Some people come in and just take Attack Gives. So, so grateful to have a great sponsor of this podcast. With that said, let's bring Snyder Man on. Captain America, Snyder Man, back on the show. It's been a while. How are you, man?
1: Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: It's so funny preparing for this because I'm a big senior level, freestyle kind of guy. Like a lot of my clients are freestyle. And when I started following the sport, it was because of working with so many senior level athletes. And then, you know, naturally college is so fun to follow. And today. Big 10 pre come out. That's all the rage. Everybody's talking about Big 10s and um, conference weekend. And here I am, like, thinking about your trip to Russia, Rudis Supercard. <laughs> like, it's such an interesting dynamic, and I think it's good for the sport that there's so much going on that it's not, like, usually there's, like, this big hangover after NCAAs. But right. when you're a freestyle fan, there's not because it's right into the next thing and the next thing, and with the rudest card even being just before it, it kind of it, it feels like Super Bowl week. So, I want to talk to you about the rudest matches for sure. Couple things before that, with Big Ten preseeds coming out. By the way, do you follow college wrestling much? Like, are you following what the Penn State guys are doing? What Ohio State's doing? Are you paying attention to that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I didn't know the seeds came out today, though. So I'd be interested to 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 hear a couple of the weights.
0: Go on Bash Mania on Instagram. I posted all 10 weights. <laughs> all right. Sweet. It, it's some fun stuff. And for those listening to this, we are doing Corby's coming on tomorrow. We're going to do a full Big Ten preview show. I can't wait. I wanted to try to get to Big Tens, but I'm going to NCAAs, going to the Rudis card. That's going to be fun. All right. Let, let's start here. Because I saw recently you ate raw liver with syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I need to understand this because I, I saw Seth Gross and John Reeder eating the same thing. I see it going around. My buddy, who's a chiropractor, sent it to me. There's that one dude on Instagram. I forgot his name, but he's jacked as can be.
1: And he's right. always
0: eating raw meats. What led to raw liver for you?
1: Well, I, always, I ate it raw because I always heard that the texture if you cooked it was worse than if you ate it raw how can it get worse (laughs) that's what i well they say it's like really spongy you know like i don't know so i didn't want to try that and my dad grew up eating um liver and onions and he always said the texture was so it's just that he didn't like the texture you know so and for me it's not about uh what it tastes like or any of that it's just about getting eating it and getting the nutrition out of it you know um, so I, that was, that was the first time I ever ate it. I didn't have a good game plan because <laughs> now my it's, it's a lot easier because I cut it up into real small pieces. So it's like, you're not, not a lot of chewing, chewing, you know, like there's a lot of chewing <laughs> in the first time. Cause the piece was so big that I ate, but in the syrup and the salt really take a lot of the flavor away. Like you don't taste it until you swallow it. Really? Yeah. Like it just tastes like, you know. Syrup. That's <laughs> so wild. So, I'm gonna and it's that beneficial for you. They say that the most nutritious food uh in the world is liver, and then second is oysters. So and and liver's like above oysters. Like I saw this like scale one time and like liver was like way above oysters, and then oysters was like pretty far ahead of everything else. So Um, And
0: I'll have to try that because I, anything that's nutritious, like I'll drink a lot of green juice and stuff that I don't typically care for, but you, you adapt to it. Like you, you grow a palate for it. So anything that's healthy, um, I'm all for, I have a special guest hopping in today. Once I told him that you were coming on, he called me earlier. He wanted to hop in.
1: Let's go. (laughs) That's what I'm talking Uh, about.
2: We're good to see, Jason, on here, man. I thought I'd make it interesting. Jason, we were just we were just talking about Kyle eating liver with syrup. <laughs> Have you tried this? No, but I I think that if you put maple syrup on anything, you can eat anything. <laughs> I could eat dog crap if I put maple syrup on it. <laughs> but you I
1: get, I agree, ba- especially if you thought it was going to be good for you.
2: Yeah.
0: So, you haven't tried it though, and you won't? I'll try it. I just haven't, I, I haven't yet. We need Snowflake to send us some. Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> Cause everything he sends, Kyle, when you go get liver, is it just going to the supermarket and it's there? Do you got to go to like a butcher? Or where do you get it?
1: I got it this place in State College called Nature's Pantry. Okay. That so makes sense. So, it's like, uh, and it's like, I liked it because it was like grass fed cows and oh. stuff like that. And, uh, the place is cool i like Nature's pantry a lot they had a lot of uh cool stuff over there so because i heard i i read online if you eat raw liver you want to be like careful about what you eat because you can get sick if it's not prepared correctly
2: that's so. what i was thinking i was thinking i'll go to the store and end up getting salmonella or something
0: <laughs> that whole because. eat healthy will backfire all right so the food part of this is over unless Jason do you any interesting meals you've had recently
2: well I've been in an argument with my wife because I'm trying to get her to help me with groceries and she's, she she keeps yelling at me saying that I need to take action and <laughs> and figure it out myself and I'm like well you're supposed to help me so we, we, we kind of she, she she got a grocery list together for me ordered grocery to my to my front door so I'd like to say that I'm grateful for that. That's Proverbs 31 right there. She ordered
1: the groceries to your front door.
2: I told her she didn't need to do that. But (laughs) I I said, if you can get me a grocery list, because I'm trying to like, I eat healthy, but I don't even know like how to meal prep or like, I don't know what to even like get to make food for myself. I just know what I can and can't eat. But so she's helping me with the structure and she ordered groceries to my front door.
0: What a wife. Maddie, you're the MVP.
2: Yeah, that's all I have about food.
0: All right. So I want to go back a couple months before Putin, like an evil demon, started terrorizing Ukraine. You guys were in Russia in that trip. I haven't seen the documentary yet that Rudis did. I want to watch that. I heard that's amazing. You guys look like you had some fun. And I'm definitely jealous. Because I have never traveled outside the country at all. And you guys don't just travel outside the country to compete. That was like embracing a culture. That was really learning. You got to kind of do best of both worlds. You got to compete and do what you love. And then look like you guys reading dinner on a ship or something, which looks super cool. Which, first of all, by the way, do you guys have like a translator that's with you?
1: We had a translator. Cause I was going to say that they didn't, that they didn't bring one, but they, they prepared one for us.
0: Do a lot of them speak English that were with you? Very little. Yeah. So what was that like when you guys got there? Does it look like I saw the hats, the robes, um, Jason became an honorary warrior. It looked like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that like for you guys?
1: It was crazy. I'm glad Jason's here. Cause he's got like a, steel trap for a memory so he can uh get in on a lot of the stuff that I miss. But yeah, I mean it was crazy. I thought I mean I thought I was just going over there to compete. And I thought the trip would be a little different, you know, because before we went that they were saying that kadisov was gonna meet us at the airport in um Dagestan and pick us up and I was like, well that's different. You know, we don't usually get picked up by those guys. And I love Kadisov. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. So I was looking forward to meeting him. And spending some time with him. And, uh, and then Saul July texted me like two days before, uh, we went, we got to uh, Moscow and he was like, I'm going to pick you guys up in Moscow and we're going to go and have some dinner and stay at a hotel and stuff like that. And I was like, man, what's this trip going to be like? <laughs> and that's, and that's how it was the whole trip. We never knew what was going to happen next, but they just uh, took such good care of us. And, um, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we were meeting governors. We were meeting like the you know, the mayors of different areas of Dagestan, went to their village. They literally stuffed us with with food. I mean, we were we were eating nonstop. What were you eating? Everything that they yeah. I mean, we didn't we sat down and they just started putting food on our table, I mean, our plate. Were
0: they explaining what it was? Somewhat you can tell I haven't eaten dinner, by the way. For those listening to this, I haven't stopped talking <laughs> about food. I haven't eaten well, dinner say,
2: I will say one thing. All of the food was really good. And then um, well, it must have been Wednesday night. Uh, so we wrestled on Tuesday. I, wrest- I wrestled on Tuesday. Uh, Kyle, this guy, forfeited. Um, I wrestled on Tuesday. And then Wednesday night, we went to, like, four dinners. It was, like, we spent all day. I was I was sick already from the helicopter ride. Um Cause I got like motion sickness and the people were naturally, so yeah, they were so concerned. They just kept asking if I was okay. And I'm like, yes, I'm just motion sickness. They, but they couldn't really understand the transit. <laughs> right. Like, I was not having a good time. And then we went to this, uh, seafood restaurant and, uh, that was, a, that was pretty good. It was good food, but I, I offended the chef because I didn't want one of the things that he wanted to give me. What was and, it? I, I think it was just sheet. It was like lamb or something, but I'd eaten too much of it already. And I was like, I I'm, I on, I on. was still planning on competing that Friday. And Kyle was just taking whatever anybody <laughs> gave him. I was like, all right, yeah. I would have too. Right and it, I was just so full. And then, and then after that, we went to another person's house and they had like this fried pumpkin uh, mixture. And then they had this thing that made me sick for the rest of the week it was goat fat broth and and they made and i they made me drink it and i did not want to but they go yeah drink drink i was like okay and i i still gag when i think about it So it was so bad and what a
0: story for your future kids
2: (laughs) yeah and just i couldn't uh after that i stopped eating anything that they recommended i started eating only american food at restaurants
1: What about you, Kyle? Did you do the same? No, I just was like, I was just doing, I was eating whatever they wanted me to eat. You know, like they were just, I would sit down and saw so July and those guys would just start putting stuff on my plate. And I'm like, you know, I eat pretty healthy and I, I also don't uh, eat like a lot of sauces and stuff like that. And I don't like mayonnaise and I don't like, I don't like a lot of weird stuff, you know, like weird stuff that's weird to me like probably normal to other people. So I love uh, <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, they were just throwing stuff on my plate. and I knew I was like, not going to like it, but I was just like, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep praying and I'm going to keep eating. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, and I was able to survive. The only, my only regret is like, when we got there, I was in com, com, competitive, competitor mode, you know, like I was like, I'm here to compete. I yep. want to win. So I was like, when they would bring out desserts and stuff, I would kind of like eat like maybe like one small bite and then try and like make it look like I ate a lot more <laughs> than I did. And it was earlier, an inside job. I, <laughs> I know that's what I did earlier in the week. And if, looking back, because by the end of the week I was just like, whatever, man, we are just going to go in. It doesn't matter what happens at this point. Cause we haven't even trained since we've been here. So I was eating ice cream, cake, uh, That's not his daily babies. diet, <laughs> huh? No, not anymore. He's <laughs>
0: good. Yeah, now that he's got groceries being delivered, he's better. But right, let me ask you this because it's not often you see two of the top pound for pound guys in the world exchanging cultures like that and having a relationship. Where did this friendship, Woodside July, like kind of evolve?
1: I mean, I saw him at the uh, Alons in 2019, and he invited me to go to Dagestan immediately after that tournament. And uh, I wasn't able to go because we were going to fly back. Basically, I think it was that night we were going to start our travel home. So I said I would come after the Olympics. Kind of, you know, I I mean, I didn't really know for sure if I would, but they took that as like, he's definitely coming. Yeah. So thankfully, uh, thankfully, I went. And uh, I mean, the relationship really just started while we when we when we got there. I mean, he's the one who picked us up, and he uh, every day they had something planned for us.
2: Kyle's word was on the line because they they took him at his word that that he was going to go, and if he wouldn't have gone, they would have considered him a liar. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not to that extent, but <laughs> like. I thought that was interesting. It was like the Lord provided for us for him, (laughs) for, for him specifically. Yeah. That's wild. And like, what's that, what's that dynamic
0: like where it's like in the last couple of years, he's the only guy to beat you. He's like the guy that, you know, the only one arguably standing in the way of your goals and you're so cordial, you're friendly. And I think that's a great Christian example. Like, more than anything, it speaks to your character. But what's that dynamic for you, like, balancing
1: that? It was no big deal, you know, like, in the beginning. Because, I mean, when you start wrestling internationally, all you hear is, uh, you know, be careful with them Russians. You know, they, they're sneaky. They'll act, act like your friend and then, you know, stab you in the back or cheat and stuff like that, you know. That's what... Um, the coaches and everybody's always telling you about them So then when I, so when I first got on the trip, everything was like so nice and stuff and I was like, they are keeping us up late? You know, what are they trying to do here? They're trying to feed us too much. And they're like, don't, "You don't have to worry about weight." And I'm like, "Do we really not have to worry about weight? What's going on?" You know? Uh, so so then then it just is like, yeah, I mean, they're just trying to show us a good time and be as hospitable as they can. So um it was all good you know like of course when we compete uh it's still gonna be it's still gonna be just like any other match I want to go out there and win and wrestle my best and stuff like that but uh off the mat I'm really thankful for the friendship not just with Salt July but all those people over there I, I I think uh they could turn into something really cool in the future
0: yeah, for sure. And, and speaking of competitions, you know, you guys went over there, Jason. You competed in wolding, Kyle. You competed that weekend. You know, Kyle, you're wrestling soon in the Rudis card, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But your competition schedule this year, what does it look like moving forward? And Jason, yours too, really.
1: Um, moving forward, gonna wrestle March 16th against Cox, best two out of three, and then uh wrestle first week of may in the pan ams and then we'll wrestle in june at the final x wherever that is and then wrestle uh lord welland make the team and then there's going to be a ranking series tournament in july that i'd like to wrestle in and then that'll probably be it for the world championships in september there's not a lot of other competitions in august and stuff like that so just would compete in that one and um yeah so that's what i'll be doing
0: what about you, Jason? Do you know?
2: Yeah. So, it, you know, pretty similar after, after June, same schedule as Kyle, but before uh, June, our schedules look a little bit different. So I, I want to wrestle at the end of this month, maybe like beginning of April, like on a Rockfin card or something like that. But if that doesn't happen, then for sure. My next events, the U S open in Vegas at the end of April and then, I have to go through the mini tournament at uh the world team trials in, in uh May 20th, 22nd.
0: And do you know or can you say if you're going 74 or 79? Yeah, I'm going 74. 74. Yeah. That'll be exciting. I think my wife and Freddie, the baby, are coming to the US Open. So that'll be good. He gets to watch you compete live. Um <laughs> one more thing before we talk the Rudis card, too since I have you both on, you guys are both Christians. I look up to you both. I think you guys both have great character. And I know you both have a Bible study you go to right Wednesdays. Tell me about that and what that's kind of done for you guys.
1: Oh, it's been good. I mean, uh, I love Bible studies and, um, it's just good to hear other people, the way the Lord is working in other uh, Christian's lives and to be encouraged by that and just praise God, uh, you know, with singing and, um, yeah, just learn about him through his word. So I, uh, yeah, I really appreciate, appreciate it. And it's over at Joe Bastardi's house. You know, Joe Bastardi. Oh yeah. So if you know Joe, Joe, (laughs) yeah, that's a pretty interesting guy. So anytime you go over to his house, always some, uh, interesting conversation and stuff before the study begins and uh yeah i mean some some of the wrestlers come some of the guys from the club come and some managers and um some of my wife's medical student uh classmates come occasionally so it's all good it's a lot of fun and uh i really like it
2: yeah you talked about uh like so we sing it we started singing these songs because uh, Kyle, well, Kyle leads the Bible study and it's about, it's about an hour long, but the one day he comes, he's like, we got to start singing songs. It's important to worship. And it was like, everybody was so off key. So, so horrible at singing and uh, there was no guitar, nothing. And it was knew how to sing the song. So we're getting better each week. My wife, Maddie, she plays a guitar. So when she's home, when she's not, she's not been for the last month and a half when she's home, she, uh, she, she'll play the guitar and we'll sing and that's a lot better, but yeah, it's, it's funny to hear every, I think it's funny. Like when new people come to the Bible study, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, <laughs> but we start singing like two songs before we start anything. And, uh, some people sing and some people whisper, but no, that's good. You I like
0: remember what songs you did last, time?
2: Did we last do, time.
1: We did, um, who you say I am. Yeah, Who You Say I Am and, and uh, yeah, Graves in the Gardens. Yeah,
0: those are good ones. You guys hear Psalm 46, Lord of Hosts? Uh-uh. You got to check that out. I'll text you both the link. Amazing song. The week before we went, my wife got induced and we went to labor. She was like overdue two weeks. And that song was on like repeat going into it. Amazing song. I'll send you guys both. Uh, there's a YouTube version that is just. Unreal. I think Shane and Shane came out the song, but a church in DC, I believe, did it and crushed it. So super cool. Who else is in this Bible study, by the way?
1: It depends. I mean, it just depends on the week who comes. So because I
0: forgot one of the Penn State kids was telling me he went and I can't remember who.
1: Max Dean comes. Yeah. Marco Vespa comes sometimes. Um, I would say those two are the main college guys that come.
0: I can't
2: remember who it was.
0: Was it Brooks? Did Brooks go?
1: No.
2: Brooks does – I think Bo does a Bible study with some of the college guys separately.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I know I was talking to David Carr about one, and I did the two. But all right, let's talk a little bit about this Rudis card because I'm super intrigued. I know back when it started, the announcement started – I honestly kind of couldn't believe it because they went after some of the best matchups right away, like you and Jaden. And it wasn't even just you and Jaden. Then it's like you and Jaden best of three. Then it's Zane versus James Green. Like these are world team trial caliper matches. And I was so excited to see somebody throw their hat in the ring and to see athletes get behind it. Cause I know a lot of times you have athletes that say they want to compete, but then they don't. And I talk to enough to hear the stories behind the scenes when guys, it doesn't work out, but then there's some who just say, no, that's not for me, but I love seeing the number of guys that are putting on the line. First of all, how did this match with Jaden come about? And what was the decision to make it best of three?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, when Rudis came out with Rudis plus, they wanted to obviously get into the event space and stuff like that. And um, we were trying to think of like matches that could be big and that we could create. And since Cox didn't happen at the Olympic trials, we felt like that was going to be one of the biggest matches that uh, we could wrestle. And, you know, best two out of three, it's like, that's what it was supposed to be at the Olympic trials. So just to make it as, as, fun and and exciting and, and real as it possibly can be you know we we just made it happen and um you know obviously they did all the talking and getting getting jaden on board with it and stuff and yeah so um
0: was there hesitation at all by jaden to compete like when you have you guys are both such competitors but sometimes when you have guys who could be a olympic team trial final a world team trial final there's that hesitation of like no I don't want to wrestle him till then. Was there any of that with you guys or was it just like let's put it on the
1: line? Honestly, I don't even know. I wasn't in the I wasn't involved in the process of getting the match ready or you know any of that. I just said I'd do it and let them figure all that out.
0: Makes sense. And is it at 97
1: kilos? Yeah, we're going to make scratch.
0: Scratch? It's the, sh- yeah. the real deal, baby.
1: It's the real deal.
0: I'm excited for it. It's one of those things where, like I said, when I started seeing the ma- matches, my only disappointment was that Nolf's not on the card. The rest is very, very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> but
1: maybe yeah, we can I'm get dis- him. Involved. I'd love to see Nolf on the card too. Maybe we can get him I involved like watching Jason in like, wrestling.
0: Yeah, maybe like a last minute addition. We can we can do something. There has to be a way. Um, I'm not I- opposed. To- by the way, because Jason did mention he wanted to wrestle like on a Rockfin card or something. So any promoters, anybody putting matches together in the next couple months, Jason is available. I won't even take a cut for this promotion. (laughs) Just reach out. I just want to see him wrestle. Kyle, how much is on the line for you? Like how much of this is, you know, just an event versus how personal is this for you? Where, like you said, this was a match. So many were looking forward to for a long time, the Olympic trials. And now, even though a team spot isn't on the line, I got to imagine in your head and in your heart, there's so much on the line.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think there's a lot on the line every time I compete. And uh, when I think about this match, you know, when I think about, I guess all my matches in general, I feel like I'm getting the best out of every opponent that I wrestle because for them, it's like they get the opportunity to wrestle one of the best guys in the world, so uh, they ha- they can they can showcase kind of who they are when they compete against me. So I always feel like I'm getting the best of them at least the first minute, and then uh, sometimes things change after that. <laughs> but uh, uh, so then with Jaden, I feel like he's one of the guys. One of the there's not a lot of guys, but he's one of the guys that gets the best out of me. You know, sure. so I'm very thankful for him. Um as a competitor, I'm thankful that he's in the weight. I'm thankful that he agreed to compete against me because I just feel like I'm improving so much as a wrestler because I knew I knew that this match was coming. And yeah. uh I know how sharp I have to be in so many areas of my wrestling to come compete against somebody like this. Um so but every match for me is like I said in the beginning, every match for me is important because uh to me, it's not just about, uh, not, I'm not just out there wrestling, but, um, I I'm doing what God wants me to do. And I know he's teaching me and I want to give 100%, uh, with everything he's given me. And, um, so they're all really important. This one's not personal to me. It's just, it's just a big match. It's a good competitor and it's somebody I'm looking forward to competing against
0: are you training specifically for anything Jaden does?
1: Yeah, we got, got my partners all looped up. So <laughs> no. Nah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're always, when you got a match like this, you, 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 you know what they do. And me and Jaden have trained so much together. You know, we haven't competed against each other since 2015, but we've been training with each other for the past eight years, seven years or whatever, you know? So, i really have a good understanding of the way that he wrestles and uh there's always some things i can sharpen up that for him and for other competitors so but we're getting prepared
0: do you have a favorite match that's not yours on the card
1: oh uh, i mean i'm i like uh imar derringer green and 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 uh zane i think those two are going to be uh, you know, really good matches, high level matches. So, those would be about my top, the top two outside of that. And I'm I'm looking forward to Miles and Mark Hall too. I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, seeing them wrestle.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a fun event. Like I said, my only hesitation is I wish Jason was on it. But for those listening, by the way, it's going to be on Ruda's Plus. I think it's like sixty bucks for the year. And you get this if you're in Detroit for NCAAs. It's at Motor City Casino. It's 21 plus. I actually just texted Levi to ask him. I'm like, I know it's 21 plus, but I really want my wife to come. But we have a newborn. Can she sneak the newborn in? (laughs) We'll put him in like a carry pack in the front of our chest. But can we sneak him in so that she can go? But tickets are on sale. That's going to be fun. Jason, when's the next time you're wrestling now, other than the open? Do you have anything
2: in the works? Well, we were supposed to. uh, There was uh, some speculation on going out to. uh, Where was it in Russia? It was. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go out there in the beginning of April and wrestle some good matches. I think that Kyle was thinking about wrestling Zabralov. I was going to wrestle Zamalov. Gilman was going to wrestle maybe Agoyev, and then Zane was going to wrestle Rashidov.
0: NLWC but, versus Russia—that's what everybody needs.
2: Yeah, but um, I don't think that's going to work out for multiple reasons at this point. Yeah, a lot um, going
0: on in Russia right now. Yeah, I really, I would love if we could start. I know USA Wrestling really tried it with bout at the ballpark. I really hope we can get more international duels. I think international wrestling is so fun, and we so few get the USA versus the world. Which I'm excited for the World Cup. World Cup's here for the next two years in December. Do you guys know yet if you're competing? I know it's so early for that.
1: Yeah, we don't know. I mean, we gotta make the world team in in June, and then is that who's gonna compete
0: the World Cup, the world team? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's that's going to be awesome. That's in Iowa City, Iowa, end of the year. That's going to be fun. Um, U.S. Open's going to be fun. Rudis card's going to be fun. What else you guys got? What else you guys got coming up that we can tout and let people know?
2: I think competition wise, that's it.
0: Any well, soccer games for they, you, Jason?
2: Big to- uh, ping pong tournament coming up.
1: I'm glad he brought that
2: up. <laughs> I'm glad he brought that up. I'm really glad he, the, I'm really glad
1: rating. Jason brought that up.
2: The rating, <laughs> I've won the only ping pong tournament we've had. I know, but talk about it more. I, I ain't going to talk about it <laughs> any more than that. <laughs> have
1: you heard about this?
0: I have not. I did see one post on his Instagram story. Um, I saw like a couple's ping pong tournament or something.
1: Yeah. Well, those are just for fun. The real, the real deal is individual. And I'm going to go on, I'm going to go on record saying that there is there. I don't think there's a wrestler in the United States that can beat me in ping pong. One of the, one of the best players other in, than me in a, in a best two out of three series In a best two out of three series. There you isn't don't a wrestler.
2: I can beat you in a best two out of three series. I've beaten you. I've beaten you in multiple best two out of three series. I know,
1: but you can't do it now.
2: I beat you three out of four <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> wait what are you talking about we played we played a best we played seven games and i won four you won three then we did a best two out of three series and you beat me
1: no we were just playing game for game
2: i beat four <laughs> times out of seven yeah and then i won four yeah okay but i you can't say that there's not a wrestler in the we country weren't,
1: to beat you.
2: we weren't playing a best four out of seven series you never said I that was- <laughs> Huh? I'm playing I'm playing. every game is, it matters to me. That's right. That's <laughs> how it was for me, too. But no one said,
1: when I said, all right, let's play a best two out of three series and winner take all here, I won, obviously. Um, I'll tell you some of the best players that I've played in my life. Jason Nolfe is one of them. Pat Downey is actually one of them. And Ildar, he's a Greco-Roman athlete uh, in WCAP. He's one of the best players I've ever played, but I got a new I got a new ping pong paddle. I was down to null about maybe,
2: before your ping pong paddle. Yeah,
1: before I got my new ping pong paddle, I was I was losing to NOLF in a series. What was I losing? Six. How? What was it?
2: Twenty two to six.
1: So I was losing to Nolf in a series twenty two to six, and I said this isn't right. I was having trouble sleeping at night
2: because <laughs> how like, much ping pong paddle cost that you bought? <laughs> I just had a twenty bought, ping pong paddle. From I,
1: bought, I bought a $175 <laughs> ping pong paddle, and I they completely changed who I was. Now, Jason has is really struggling. So, no, the series was 22 no. to 6. The series was 22 to 6. Now, the series is... 78 to 64. Is, what is it?
2: 78, you, 64, me. 78 to 64. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I've been closing the I mean, gap. That's hard, to, that's hard to imagine. Where do you perfect.
0: find a ping pong paddle for $170?
1: You go to the top sites. You got to the King top here, man. Are there,
0: are there ping pong store websites? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's worlds out there that I don't know. I thought when we started this, you guys were going to enlighten me about, like, Russian culture and food. And instead, I'm learning that a $20 ping pong paddle is not sufficient.
2: This no, is it changing. Well, I, I, it took me until I, it took me until he was up by like 20 games on me because I was up by 16. Then he went up by like 20 games. And then I was like, all right, I got to get a new paddle now. So then I went on and I bought the same paddle that he had, <laughs> but it wasn't working for me. So then I had to buy another paddle that was like 70 bucks. And that one, I, I, I've won more games than lost with, with that $70 paddle. Now, what about the table? True. It is true.
1: Also, also, if I went back and played Jason with the $20 paddle, and he played with the $20 powder, now, I would beat him.
2: So, no, you would not. Yeah, you, beat, you beat me one out of every five games of that.
1: No, i beat you consistently. I, I'd, I'd place a bet on that.
0: <laughs> Where is the table located? Is there a home field advantage, or do you guys both have a table? It's in my garage. Are you practicing like Dwight did in the office? I know no. Jim did, I think, to play Dwight. No,
1: I did
2: practiced a lot when Maddie was there. I would play Maddie, but it's a different speed and it's different styles, just like wrestling. Like, you, you can't, I don't know.
0: Listen, I think I'm gonna I'm have to ne- talk about it. I think I'm gonna have to negotiate a deal with you guys to get this on the Bashmania Rockfin channel. I'll give first rights to NLWC. If they it want up. it, but this needs to be on Rockfin. I will come to state college, live stream it, sponsor it. Winner takes all. We'll come up with a prize, but it's best of
2: seven games. We'll put it on ocean when it launches. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm we'll-
1: extremely confident that there is not, like I said, there isn't a wrestler in the United States that can beat me in ping pong. I, 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 I just, I don't think it's possible at this point it's probably my second best it's probably my second it's probably my
2: second best sport i beat you 64 times i know but you can't beat me more than i beat you what are you talking because you here's what happens and this is the last thing that i'll say about it every single day when i had the lead on him he was oh you want to play ping pong you want to play ping pong hey you want to play ping pong i'm like dude Yes, I'll play. Let's go. Because I'm always down. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid to play. As soon as he gets the lead on me. All right, I'll see you later. And he,
0: Kyle, you're not defending the throne?
2: <laughs> and then the throne. yesterday we, we played two out of three. Okay, let's play two out of three. And then he beats me. And then I'm like, all right, let's play again. He goes, oh, I got to go make dinner. You know, <laughs> yeah, I got to do my exercises. Starts making excuses. And I text him. Ever all the time. And we've played maybe two times in the last two months.
1: That's not true. Wow. But
2: before that we played every single day until I gave him a chance to get the lead. How close do you guys live? A couple miles takes about eight minutes. No big deal. Sounds like a high school
0: thing. Like come over and play ping pong. Okay. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there was a lot of
2: trash talk this last, uh, this last day of playing, it, it's it a never- big
0: surprise. This might be like the clickbait headline of the podcast because a lot of people think outside of wrestling, the competitiveness in state college is in dodgeball. What they don't know is it's
1: actually in ping pong.
2: Yeah. Well, me uh, and well Kyle, there's not
1: a lot of people that can actually play.
2: Yeah. There's not very many people that can play. So in the last tournament, I think Kyle, would you take third place?
1: <laughs> Dude, what are you, why are you
2: talking about that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that what happened? Yeah, but remember when
1: you and Garrett tried oh, to beat I'm me not both? Not right. Remember when you and Garrett tried to both beat me? One time, one time, the guy took second place, Garrett Bastardi, very, very good guy. He came over, and Jason and him played me. We might have played 12 games, and it was winter state on. I never went off the court.
2: The next time we played, I beat I you every
1: unbeatable. Time.
2: The next time we played, I beat you every time, and Garrett beat me.
1: Yeah, because that- you caught me in the second round. It don't matter, man. 78, 66. I'm going to get to hundred here soon. It's no big deal.
0: Yeah. If you ever come back, is there a prize for first to get to a
2: hundred? Whoever get gets to 100. 100 a for the other person's golf membership for the year.
1: <laughs> you don't want to do that.
0: Wow. I, we might have to text the deal offline because I may want to get involved in this and make it <laughs> very competitive. There's nothing I love like <laughs> antagonizing competitiveness. This, this,
2: uh, this podcast has gone, has gone astray really quickly.
0: Yeah, but you know what? This is what the people want. They don't just want the wrestling talk. So we covered Russian food. We covered American food and liver. We covered Rudis. We covered a lot. I think that's all I have. I'm looking at my notes here. I think we covered everything. Anything else we got before I let you guys go to go practice ping pong?
1: love man thanks for having us on. appreciate it
0: awesome guys uh, tune in march 16th i believe it is it's on rudis plus kyle jaden it's gonna be best of three and then maybe there'll be a bonus snyder verse nolf ping pong best of three so all Just right thinking, guys like i'm ready yeah awesome guys see, we'll talk see. soon
1: <laughs> all right thanks justin
0: see, see you guys <laughs> And the beat goes on.